gaze at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show, everyone. I'm ready to talk about matchups the 49ers can exploit on offense versus the Arizona Cardinals. And of course, we went through the tail of the tape. We talked about how these teams win the by the numbers. You know, who counts on their running attack? Who counts on a balanced attack? Where the strengths and weaknesses are of both teams? And now I'm starting to get into the matchups that the 49ers can exploit because they have an advantage. And there are some places where the 49ers can exploit uh, the Arizona Cardinals defense and take advantage of matchups that favor the 49ers and this certain player's skill set. And then, of course, just like with all things, there's key matchups that if they're won by either team could play a big role into who wins. Those I talk about on my game preview show, but we're working towards that direction. But this is what I want to put focus on offensive players and offensive matchups that the 49ers should be able to exploit against the Arizona Cardinals. And if they are able to, uh, could pay big dividends as far as not only moving the football, not only converting on third down, but resulting in touchdowns. And that's the ultimate goal for the 49ers offense is to get touchdowns. And that's what we're going to talk about in this episode because the 49ers have some supreme playmakers at all kinds of spots. And if you're going to be betting on this game, uh, do it with Bet Online. Football is back, and Bet Online is your number one information source for all your sports wagering info with all the up to the minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips with Bet Online's real time updates on statistics, news, and odds. From week one all the way to the college football playoff and Super Bowl. Bet Online gives you access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use your promo code BELIEVE, that's capital B L E A V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. And where we start for this 49ers opportunities to exploit matchups on offense is with George Kittle and it's George Kittle versus the Arizona Cardinals safeties. And normally we'd be talking George Kittle versus Buda Baker and how this is going to be such a give and take. They're going to battle on every single rep. Sometimes Kittle's going to get them. Sometimes Baker's going to get them. And then Baker's going to play a big role in stopping the 49ers run game. This is normally what we've been talking about when it's came to 49ers versus Cardinals matchups uh, throughout Buda Baker's time in San, or in Arizona, George Kittle's time in San Francisco, it has just been one of those battles that has consistently uh, been one to watch. Well, this time it's going to look a little bit different because you're going to see a lot more Jalen Thompson. You're going to see Kevon Wallace. Uh, you're you're going to see some three safety sets, but those are the two guys I expect to mainly be matched up on George Kittle. And Kittle had a really good game against the Giants. He had... Uh, seven catches, 90 yards. It was really a coming out party for Kittle. The first two weeks, of course, he's been dealing with a little bit of a nagging injury with the adductor strain. 
And of course, the adductor strain is that core injury uh, that makes it difficult for you to be able to do the things you do athletically, to move laterally. So you've just seen it. It looks like Kittle has a little bit of a hitch in his giddy-up, not exactly 100%. But as the season goes on, I expect him to get healthy. And with a little bit of a mini buy, we could see even a fresher George Kittle prepared to take advantage of the Arizona Cardinals' safeties. And this is a matchup that I think the Warriors are going to come into liking. Part of the reason I say that is the Arizona Cardinals struggled a little bit stopping the Dallas Cowboys' tight end. Uh, Jake Ferguson had five catches. He had, you know, 60 yards through the air. And I thought he did a pretty good job of getting open and finding room, whether that was he was being guarded by a linebacker or he's being guarded by a safety. The reason I think it's safety is George Kittle is just so talented and can create separation against linebackers at a pretty high level. It's not that Arizona doesn't have talented linebackers, because they do. Kaiser White, of, of course, comes over to the Arizona Cardinals this year, and he's been playing out of his mind at the middle linebacker position. But also, they had Chris Barnes, who stepped in this week and played really well. So they have talented linebackers. Those matchups against George Kittle, though, impossible for them to win. Kittle is a tight end that can win against slot corners in this league, and we've seen him beat even Stephon Gilmore on occasion. So he's a great route runner. He creates leverage, and Kyle Shanahan schemes him up and creates separation, and then he's able to create after the play with yards after the catch. So Kittle's a tough matchup for anyone, and I think he's a really tough matchup for Jalen Thompson and Kevon Wallace in this game. I think the 49ers are going to find situations where they can isolate Kittle either on one-on-one situations through man coverage, depending on what Arizona decides to do, or even the zone. If you get situations where you can kick Kittle up the seam one-on-one with one of the safeties, I think you take shots because Kittle's just really good in those scenarios. And I'm kind of piggybacking off what George Kittle does uh, to make my next point of another, another spot the 49ers can take advantage of. And that's a light box. What am I talking about with light box? Well, the Cardinals early on in the game against Dallas wanted to play a two-deep safety look. By playing two-deep safety look, you can't get eight men in the box. So what they would do is sit back, and Dak Prescott, you know, he really, he would check into run plays and try to run the football with Tony Pollard. The only problem was the Arizona Cardinals were able to stop it with a light box. Anything below eight is considered light. Sometimes they were down to six, still able to stop Pollard on those plays. So Kittle's ability to create uh, through the air is going to be dictated by how well the 49ers run game goes against light boxes. Brock Purdy comes to the line. He sees a seven-man box, and the Arizona Cardinals are playing their defense, and 49ers are able to get the run game going and establish that and make them bring one of those safeties into the box. That's when George Kittle can really explode and have a lot of big plays. So this is kind of a hand-in-hand thing. Going to take the run game to get going. I'm kind of counting on the run game being established by the 49ers and really taking advantage of what Arizona gives them because of some of the players that are playing on Arizona right now. It's not like they have all the talent they are supposed to have to run this defense at the highest level. They are still rebuilding. They brought a lot of players over from Philadelphia. They're looking to move their guys around as well, and they've got some young guys that are playing. So the 49ers really need to establish a run game early, and the way that they do it is not much different than what we've talked before. But it's going to count on Brock Purdy coming to the line of scrimmage, 
and he has two plays. Kyle Shanahan gives him the ability. Uh, most of the time, it's it's a run play and a pass play, and he can uh, do a couple of different things. Number one, uh, he can you know if it's a run play called, he can can it and go to a pass play, or if it's a pass play called, he can can it and go to a run. There's also the ability to flip the play to the other side, so you could come up to the line with a run play, and you like the run box. They got the two deep safeties. Well, now you can say, well, they, they've kind of got an extra guy on our right side where it was intended to run. Let's go ahead and flip the play to the other side and run it that way. He has that ability. So Brock Purdy being at the helm and being able to kind of dictate what the 49ers do, depending on what the defense of the Arizona Cardinals is showing them, is going to be important in this game. And I think that part of the game is really going to help the run game get going. They need to take advantage of light boxes and run the ball. And if Arizona wants to keep sitting back in two deep safety looks, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball until Arizona decides to abandon that philosophy and bring one of those guys up into the box. Then you can start taking advantage of open windows that will be provided because they're going to have to engage. They're going to have to sell out to stop the run. That means Kaiser White coming downhill. That means that they're going to have other players coming as well, coming downhill, and then a safety. One of these safeties that we've been talking about is going to have to come downhill. So does that mean Chris Barnes, a linebacker? Does that mean Jalen Thompson or Kevon Wallace are going to have to get in the box and go downhill? Uh, it could. It could also mean that Arizona has to go to a three-safety look, which they did a few times against Dallas. So you can definitely take what the Arizona Cardinals are giving you and then use it to your advantage. And I think this is one of those things where marrying it really works. Once they bring that guy into the box, that's when you take advantage in the passing game. That's when you get George Kittle in one-on-one -on -one matchups. That's when you get him being able to run after the catch. You get open zones and open voids over the middle of the field where Kittle, Debo, Jawan Jennings, Christian McCaffrey make their living. And they've had a lot of success there. And with the yak attack and the way the 49ers are able to use the yards after catch to provide big play potential, that's ultimately what you have to do. But it starts with getting that run game going and taking advantage of those light boxes. But it's not just about taking advantage of the light box. It's also about getting Kittle and Warner, and here we're talking Kittle again, to be able to handle edge defenders for the Arizona Cardinals. The Arizona Cardinals are going out there you know, with a different type of edge than they've ever had before, right? It used to be Chandler Jones. They used to have J.J. Watt. There were some big-time players that played either the five-tech in their 3-4 with J.J. Watt, for instance. He was head up on the tackle or inside shade in that 4-I. Or they would go ahead and use Chandler Jones to set the edge as an outside linebacker. They've had Marcus Golden. They've had lots of players that they've been able to use in that role. Well, now it's a different type of defense. And one of the things that's different his inside linebacker of the past, Zayvon Collins, is playing an edge. And he's a big physical dude, you know, 250-plus pounds, 260 pounds. He's definitely got the skill set to play edge defender. But if the 49ers can use George Kittle and Charlie Warner to move out Dante Stills and move out Zayvon Collins and create those voids again in the defense where they want to be able to run those bubbles... If you're over on Patreon listening to the breakdowns, I go through this every single time I see a bubble that the 49ers are going to attack, and that is usually where it is, outside of the defensive tackle and kick out the defensive end or outside linebacker. That has been a place the 49ers have attacked. We've seen them use multiple uh, offensive players to help get an extra push 
with Kittle, with Warner, whether it's Kittle and Warner helping the other, or it's Kyle Juszczyk or Jawan Jennings, in some cases, Christian McCaffrey. It's a very interesting way the 49ers build a nice bubble uh, for them to be able to run through, and they create extra space for a defense to be have to uh, guard against and a lot of room for a, a running back to be able to get his foot in the ground, create and get vertical and get extra yards. So I think that's going to be another matchup the 49ers can exploit. I think they can take advantage of these two guys in the run game. We've seen him do it against Alex Highsmith. We've seen him do it against A.J. Watt. Uh, you know, we've seen him do it against Aaron Donald. We've seen him do it against Kayvon Thibodeau. It, they are just very talented in doing this. The combination blocks, uh, duo blocks, they do such a good job of not just getting the initial push, but then also working off to second level. It is technique at its finest, and I think that's going to be one of the big ones. You can also throw Spencer Burford and Aaron Banks into this mix as well. They like to pull guards and kick out those edge defenders and then loop in, whether it's Kittle or Juszczyk, up the field to pick up linebackers. It's, a, it's an old-school way of going about the run game, but it works really well for the 49ers, and they've had success. But it's all premised on getting that movement. If that edge defender is able to come down and crash and take out that guard, able to come down and stop you from getting a push on the outside, you're not going to have as much room to run, and they may be able to slow up or stop your running game, which we've already established they need to get a running game going to open things up for George Kittle down the field. So the 49ers are going to be predetermined for this. Now in the game against the Giants, Charlie Warner did a great job on several different occasions getting movement on a defensive lineman, on a outside linebacker, on an inside linebacker. He was doing a good job. But occasionally, there were people that came up and absolutely studded him in the hole. Uh, Okarike, the linebacker for the Giants, came up and smashed him in the hole. Those types of things stop plays from being successful. That was the open gap, but it all was predicated on Warner getting that push on the linebacker. It was an isolation. He had to be able to handle him, and he wasn't able to. So that's why I put Charlie Warner in this mix. The way the 49ers are using the tight end position right now, it's not just Kittle that's blocking. It's also Charlie Warner. 49ers ran more 12 personnel in this game than I've seen them run the entire season. That means one running back. That means two tight ends. They were counting on Charlie Warner to win in those types of situations. You're trying to get a certain look from the opposing defense by your personnel grouping. You want your personnel grouping to dictate the matchup you want to find on the other side. So if that means bringing on an extra linebacker, that means bringing on an extra safety or defensive back, that's what you're trying to do. So you figure out exactly what that defensive coordinator likes to do against different personnel groupings. And then what you do is once you get the personnel for the opposing team out there that you want, then you use your formations your shifts, your motions to manipulate like a Rubik's Cube to get the matchup you want. Oh, if I do this, 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 and this, I'm going to get Christian McCaffrey one-on-one -on -one with Chris Barnes in the open field, right? If I do this, I'm going to get one-on-one -on -one George Kittle against Kayvon Wallace in the slot. If I do this, this, and this, I'm going to be able to get Kyle Juszczyk one-on-one with Kaiser White in the open field. It, it's all about matchups, and it's all about finding the matchups, but it's about dictating who they're going to have on the field as well. 
Uh, you want to break their, you want to break your own tendencies, but you also want to break theirs as well. Make them break their defensive rules, and then it's really difficult for them to be able to stop you. So, I think that's something that I'm interested in seeing if the 49ers can continue to do. They've manipulated the first three teams they've played uh, through personnel groupings, putting, making them put out their base defense more than they were wanting to play, or in some cases, making them play their nickel more than they wanted to play to find matchups. Lots of 22 personnel, which means two running backs, two tight ends, and then last week, a lot of 12. So 49ers, even though they have Jennings and they have a lot of weapons, haven't ran a lot of 11 personnel, one running back, one tight end, McCaffrey, Kittle. They've been able to put the extra blockers out there, be physical, play a bully ball caliber style of football on the field. So I think that's going to be one of the big things they're going to try to do in this game is get that run game going, really establish, you know, these edge defenders getting pushed off their spots. Also, that'll make those guys slow down a little bit. When they see bodies coming back towards them, they're going to want to hold up. It'll allow Brock Purdy maybe a little bit more opportunity uh, in some situations where they have boots and other things where those guys are going to look inside first and not get up the field the same way like Bosa did. Bosa got up the field really fast on Daniel Jones, was able to get his first sack of the season. A lot of it, he wasn't buying the run fake. So getting a run game going and establishing that sets up the rest of the offense. We already know how much it opens up the middle of the field. But the 49ers really want to run the football a lot. If the 49ers can run the ball 35 to 40 times, take advantage of play action, keep Brock Purdy between 20 and 25 passes, they're going to feel really good about their opportunities to win because that means they're staying on the field on offense. They're limiting the amount of time the Cardinals are on offense, but they're also forcing their uh, Cardinals to try to convert on third and longs, hopefully, and keep the 49ers defense fresh. That's going to be a key is keeping your defense fresh because we've seen the Cardinals have some success. But let's talk a little bit about the Cardinals defense and how they were able to stop the Cowboys. A lot of it was really good really good uh, tackling you know, in the box. One question I have, though, is how good the Cardinals' cornerbacks are. So we've talked about Patrick Peterson in the past, right? They've had a lot of guys who are physical, able to tackle in the second level. We talked about Buda Baker. Uh, their safeties are still pretty good tacklers. But in the open field, the 49ers have some of the best weapons in the NFL. George Kittle, great without are great with the football in his hands. Debo Samuel, probably the best, most dynamic playmaker in space uh, that I think there is in the NFL. Brandon Ayuk is still very dominant as far as yak yardage. Jawan Jennings, third and Jawan. You got that moniker for a reason. He gets extra yards. It's as simple as Brock Purdy threw it over the middle to Jawan Jennings. He catches the ball behind him, still rumbles for six-plus yards, and it turns into a, a really nice a significant play for the 49ers. So they have that plus McCaffrey, which McCaffrey and Debo put so much stress on every defense. You send Debo that way, you send McCaffrey that way, and you see the linebackers have to split. And that's the same thing that happens with safeties. They split their attention. And a lot of times that means it opens up the middle for a guy like Kittle. Uh, so one thing I think the 49ers are going to be able to take advantage of in this game it's not just their yak monsters against the tackling of the Arizona Cardinals, uh, but I also think singularly Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk, so the wide receiver position versus the cornerbacks, 
of the Arizona Cardinals. The Arizona Cardinals are going out there. They got Marco Wilson, and we've seen the 49ers have success against Marco Wilson. He's not very physical, so I look for the 49ers to try to get some screens, try to get some uh, pressure on him to be able to you know, make him try to tackle in space. I think that'll be an advantage for them. I think they should. I think Brandon Ayuk can also beat him one-on-one. But also, uh, Cottrell Clark. They put Cottrell Clark out there a lot of times in one-on-one situations, even in the red zone. And we've seen that Brandon Ayuk has the ability to turn people inside out. We've seen that him and Debo have the ability to stack a nice route and get separation and get open by the pylon. Those things were available for Dallas. They weren't able to capitalize. I think the 49ers wide receivers can capitalize against the secondary. And I think anytime we get a situation where we have Jawan Jennings, we have uh, Debo Samuel or Brandon Ayuk, and they're playing against the nickel corners of the Arizona Cardinals, that's advantage 49ers as well. So uh, I see advantages for Kittle, for Debo, for Jawan if they get matched up against safeties. I see advantages for Brandon Ayuk and Debo against slot slot corners. I think the 49ers have a lot of things that they can exploit in this game. And on offense, it's as simple as just making sure you get your playmakers the ball in space. And I think that's one of the big advantages for the 49ers this week. Even though I think that's as simple as Brandon Ayuk is just a great route runner and he's going to create separation, but those playmakers in space is going to be a real problem for Arizona. Uh, Arizona didn't have too many situations, you know, where they had to deal with Dallas's really good, you know, guys out in space. Uh, they pretty much held CD lamb in check. Brandon cooks was never able to get down the field and use his impressive speed. Everything was check downs. And a lot of the reason the Cowboys couldn't consistently establish that run game and make Arizona be willing to come out of their two deep safety. Look, and if you can't do that, it's going to be really hard to stop this San Francisco 49ers offense. And Kyle Shanahan has been the best in the league right now. And I I know Miami put up 70, and that's very impressive on the Denver Broncos, a good Denver Broncos team. And that was explosion. Uh, So taking nothing away from Mike McDaniel, but Kyle Shanahan has been the best at taking the personnel groupings, formations, and matchups and creating the best situations for his players to be successful. Uh, he doesn't have guys that have extreme speed. He he doesn't have guys, you know, that can can burn everybody like the Miami Dolphins does. What he does is he has the ability to create opportunities for these guys to have space uh, and then let them do the rest. And with Brock Purdy, he's putting the ball there on time. He's allowing these guys to have those chances. And during that game against the Giants, I think Brock Purdy proved to the league, hey, if you want to come after me and you want to bring blitzes at a high rate, I will defeat you. So now the question is, how does Arizona go about handling Brock Purdy getting the ball to the weapons? Do they blitz the way the Giants did? Do they try to go with a hybrid approach where sometimes they play coverage and sometimes they come after him? Or do they just you know sit back and try to make Brock Purdy uh, consistently take what's there? Do they make him throw underneath and, and make those tackles? Can they make those tackles on playmakers? And also, can they sit back and allow the 49ers to get big run plays? I mean, if you sit back with two deep safeties, the likelihood is the 49ers aren't going to get any whole shot plays uh, like Christian McCaffrey got in week one and two where he got rushes for over 50 yards. I think that it's going to be interesting to see how Arizona decides to do it. We know the 49ers were super excited about their matchups against the Philadelphia Eagles in the North NorCal um I'm sorry in the NFC Championship game 
because they believed they had some matchups they liked. They believed that they had some things against that defense they could take advantage of. Well, now we've got a same defensive guy uh, coming over and running his defense with the Arizona Cardinals. So you got to think the 49ers feel pretty good about their matchups. How much will he blitz? How much will he bring an extra defender off the edge against the 49ers? I think that's going to be something to watch. He does have a guy that I would keep an eye on, and that's Cameron Thomas. Cameron Thomas looked really good on film from what I saw. I watched him in the game, so I watched the game, the live broadcast. Cameron Thomas stood out to me in several plays, and then when I watched a lot of the All-22, he stood out even more. So those are going to be some matchups for Trent Williams, uh, for Colton McKivitz that are going to be interesting to watch, and there's some defensive line matchups all the way across You know that the four years are going to have to win. Uh, but they definitely don't have the same speed rush that the 49ers have faced through the first three weeks. And I think when you're looking at matchups on the edge, uh, Pitt, nothing has been close to what Pittsburgh provided in week one. And so the 49ers know that they don't have to deal with that kind of pass rush, which is great news. You don't want to have to deal with that sort of pass rush every single week, and they don't in this case. Uh, so I, I know we didn't even talk about McCaffrey. McCaffrey opens up so much. Maybe he'll be a part of my key matchups for the game preview show. When I was talking about things to exploit, McCaffrey was definitely on my mind, uh, but I wanted to go with, you know, four certain matchups that were definitely on my mind. Of course, it started with Kittle and that matchup versus the safeties. I think that's one the 49ers could take advantage of. The run game versus the light box. Can Arizona sit in a two-deep safety look and let the 49ers just gash them? Or how quickly are they going to have to get one of those safeties involved? Do they start the game getting those safeties in the box, making Brock Purdy beat them. I think that's interesting. And then Kittle and Warner versus edge defenders, if they start winning out there, and you could throw check in there as well, they handle Dante Stills and Zayvon Collins and get push and get movement. 49ers' run game is going to be very tough to stop. And once that 49ers' run game is tough to stop, and we know Arizona gives up 134 yards per game on the ground, not exactly their strength. Uh, it is a strength for the 49ers. The 49ers gain over 150 yards on the ground per game. They've showed the ability to go over 170 like they did against Pittsburgh, which is a good defense. So the 49ers run game is so good. Cardinals have been struggling. You win on the edge and you can run the football uh, pretty soon. They, they're they going to have to adjust. And when that happens, Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel are going to be absolute problems on the outside in the middle of the field. When it was Jimmy Garoppolo, it was mainly the middle of the field occasionally on the outside with Brock Purdy, he can spray you across the entire field. Of course, Kyle Shanahan wants to hit that intermediate passing game over the middle, but if you take it away, he's not against doing things uh, on the outside, and Brock Purdy's proven that he can consistently make those throws, whether it's out patterns, corner routes, uh, or just getting it deep and vertical down the field. He's been successful in all areas and proven that he can definitely uh, take those shots. So, uh, if you're watching, like and subscribe. I really appreciate that. If you're listening on an audio platform, 49ers Cutback on Believe. Of course, tomorrow on the PSF app, me and Mark Adams will be doing our Red and Bold show live. So come through, uh, download the app, PSF app, come through and join the 49ers chat room and interact with us live on the PSF app in the chat room. It's a lot of fun. And of course, this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. So make sure you guys check out Bet Online. But I really appreciate everyone for coming through. Thank you guys so much. I'll catch you guys on the next one. 
Until then, stay safe and remember the right way is always the 49ers way.